Hi, I'm Dave Bream. I'm one of the pastors here at Hillside Community Church. And today I have actually my wife here, who's actually the women's director here at Hillside. And uh, we did a uh, talk a few weeks ago on marriage and family, especially during this time in COVID. And I'm excited today uh, that we have Derek and Haley Smith with us. So, you know, Jill and I could only share from a perspective a couple of weeks ago of being empty nesters. We've raised our three kids, mm-hmm. but we really wanted to do one of these video podcasts and have a young couple with young children mm-hmm. and um, talk through that, how you guys have dealt with this the last few months and even coming up to the start of school. How have you gone through that process? So, Derek, I want you to just introduce yourself. Um, Now, what do you do for a living, and how has that changed maybe those last few months? I'm an attorney for the federal government, and um, I now work from home, so I'm home uh, 24-7. So Um, your home is definitely different. Yes, yes. So trying to make that work with a a six-year-old and a three-year-old at the house has changed things a little bit. Okay. And so, Haley, you have actually a business on the side, a home yes. decor business. Yes, Explain I'm an interior that. decorator. So we have a small business that is part-time, um, so didn't take up full-time before, but do that part-time. And then um, leading mops here at church takes up quite a bit of time. So, yes. Yeah. So they're very involved in our marriage. And somebody told me, and I guess it was Jill told me, you have 37,000 followers on your home <laughs> decor yes. business. Yes. Oh, that's just on crazy. Mm-hmm. She's good. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> that's good. That's good. But Haley and, and Derek have been involved in our marriage ministry. I know you have a real heart for marriage. And you, again, Mops. And I know Derek's been involved in Eyes and Ears, just really involved in Hillside. So yeah. you have, you know, your jobs and, and so forth, but then, you know, make it a, a real intent to, to make a difference in the kingdom, mm-hmm. plus with your children. So... When Jill and I did our talk, we kind of broke um, what we've looked at um, into three parts, relating together, um, planning together, and, and um, growing together as a couple and in your family. So the one point we made with relating together is just the need when you're in your home, like you guys are more and more with your kids, um, being able to give grace to one another. So explain a little bit how you've seen that happen in your life. Um, I mean, I think we've that's been a big talking point the last five or six, I can't believe it's been that long, five or six months that we've been doing this. Um, We've already been talking about that a lot lately because we are all in a small house together. We're looking for a bigger house. (laughs) But I think um, we just focus on, we all realize that all of our situations are different. So even our kids are going through change and transition and things aren't familiar. Um, I try to give a lot of grace to Derek as far as, you know, keeping the kids quiet when they need to be kept quiet, getting out of the house, all of that kind of stuff. Um, and then he gives me a ton of grace by constantly supporting me. So he's always been very involved in the kids and household activities, but it's, I don't know, it's like we're on this ship together and it's just the four of us and we're all in it together. And so those duties are split, you know, he does half of them. I do half of them so I can run my business and do the kids. And so we just... Mm-hmm. It's like a competition. We're just all trying to take care of each other because it's just us yes. there all the time. <laughs> yeah, and on the you know grace, we realize that everyone's going through the same thing, and so we've been very conscious of that and tried to instill that in our family that everyone's going through a very stressful and different time, mm-hmm. yeah. and it's not necessarily just a you know a suffering or something that you're going through. Like the whole world's going through the same thing, and so just to have that even outside the home as well, um, and then you know did dynamic marriage and our facilitators for that um, working on that communication and anytime we're stressed out or annoyed or whatever it is trying to communicate that early so that it's not a bigger thing later on and then when someone you know is honest about that and says this is frustrating me or I just need a break 
here for a couple of minutes, having that grace, understanding that, that in this time, I mean, we have, we have to be very full of grace right now. Yeah. I've seen you all do that. Uh, serve here at the church. Like you said, Haley, you do the mops mm -hmm. and such a great job, okay. you and Jen Day. And then I see Derek doing that as well. So I see both of you doing separate things. Mm -hmm. um, so is that one way you serve each other as well? Or? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, we try to be here as much as we can. We're better when we're here um, and when we're serving and the kids are here. It just, it makes our family better. Um, and so, you know, I, this is kind of my dream scenario, <laughs> not COVID necessarily, but just all of us all being together all the time. I love that. I love that he's home. I love that, you know, I had to send both kids off to school last year and then I got them back and he's at home, but it's still a challenge. And so when church, we were able to come back to church, I mean, that was huge for us mm -hmm. and it just feeds our soul and even the kids. And so if he says, Hey, they're looking for volunteers for this, you know, he goes, I mean, I have no reservation and, and I'm the kind of wife that's usually like, Oh, do you have to do this or that? But if it's for church, it's no question. Like, you know, you go when you need to go when you want to serve. And so that's just, and he is the same way with me with mm -hmm. mops. Mops is big in our household. And so yeah. he's a, a mops husband. For and sure. I've seen that this week because yes. they came over for a four hour <laughs> meeting yeah. at my house on Tuesday night. And I'm like, you had okay, Chinese I've food in the bedroom. It. I've never seen a four hour Actually. meeting, but that's nice. You guys, you know, help that's each nice. other out. So and y'all like to have fun too, right? Yeah. So, a little bit. so what, yeah, what are have some you things? That? How have you done that during this COVID thing? Like dates? How have y'all done that? We haven't taken too many dates. Um, the, the fun, we've talked about this as well, has become so much more simplified, but so much more meaningful. So we're a family that likes to go, go, go. Today we're gonna go to the zoo, tomorrow we'll go to the museum. Uh, should we take a day trip here and do that? And there for a couple of months, we weren't allowed to do that at all. And then now it's much less, but our fun, I mean, we've had more fun because we've realized when you take that stress and all of those extras in life out of it, it's just our family and connecting. And so we've actually had quite a bit of fun um, the last few months. just being together yeah, yeah just enjoying that time and realizing that you don't have to go somewhere to have fun mm -hmm. whether that's you know just a movie night you know sometimes we'll we have a little pop-up tent we'll just put it in the living room and oh. pop some popcorn and you know, watch yeah. a movie with the kids or I mean even just taking a walk around the neighborhood together our kids mm -hmm. love being outside mm -hmm. and so just going to a park if we can or just taking that nightly walk uh, when it's not oppressively hot outside yeah. Yeah. you know is enough to have that fun as a family and it's nice that we actually enjoy that time together, um, you know, when our kids like spending time with us and yeah. each other. They're so at that age, good. they still want to be I, with them. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I've seen in a lot of your posts, too, mm -hmm. that she has a beautiful garden. I don't have that gift. But <laughs> I mean, you have your children do that as well. So yes. that is so cool. So how are you guys getting ready for school and stuff like that now? So for school, I mean, that's a lot of planning. We um, we have a, every all of these young families have all these weird decisions and splits that they're doing and just so much to consider. So we have a first grader and she's actually going to stay home. We're going to homeschool her. I'm going wow. to do that. And which I was a little apprehensive about at first, but just like with all of this, we're just taking this as it's just a gift. I mean, I have this extra time with her to be with her and to teach her. And then our uh, preschooler is going to go to preschool two days a week. So it's kind of two split situations. And then, of course, Derek will still be home, you know, forever, yeah, we think. <laughs> we'll, we'll plan that and figure it out. But just through all of this, you know, planning short term and long term, you know, we've just had to be flexible. We've just had to figure it out. You try to set a plan, but, you know, mm -hmm. 
things are going to change, especially with school, and that's one of the main reasons why, you know, other than having that time, you know, with her that we wouldn't have get, gotten normally is that we wanted to have a little bit of control, you know, with things just constantly changing. If mm-hmm. we pulled her out, and at least for this semester, homeschooler, we have some of that control, and can that can help plan our family things going forward that, you know, we're able to go see grandparents, or if we, yeah. they want to take the field trip and go to the museum, you know, they can do that stuff, and it's not just, we don't know what tomorrow's going to look like. Yeah. yeah. I think that the planning is the big, you know, we've learned that with long-term planning, we just have to trust God, and whatever happens in the situation, we will do that. We make our short-term decisions, and we plan that way, but as far as long-term, we just, we've really learned to, I think, lean on our faith and Mm -hmm. just have hope that you know this is god's plan and he knows exactly what's happening and we will trust in him yeah and i think you said something earlier is you've set that expectations up with your kids Mm -hmm. because your kids you know i mean they they have to be ready that things may change Mm -hmm. we're going to plan this but we may you have to stay flexible in the day and age we live and i thought that was cool that you guys said even your kids that are being at a young age you set that expectation yeah Yeah, and they're you know especially our daughters always asking when can we do this when are we doing this next (laughs) and you know before we would tell her and you know felt like we had to keep that we promised you or told you you're going to do this and (laughs) it usually happened and now you know we've told her things are different and she understands that and so we still try to do those plans but um they've given us a lot of grace um and when things change and our understanding on that they still want to do it as soon as possible but they've given us a lot of grace too and that's that's probably modeled by you guys um as well if you if they see you guys giving grace to one another they understand hey I need to, you know, take it for the team too once in a while. You right. know, it's yeah. my favorite phrase. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so that's cool. Um, the one point we made it was just about growing together spiritually, and mm-hmm. you know, um, what is it, Martin Luther's quote about, you know, marriage is the little church within the big church mm-hmm. because your spouse can prune you and help you grow more yeah. than anyone. How have you seen in your relationship that that you, each other have helped you grow? Maybe through yeah. some pruning that's not always, you know, happy and fun. So, yeah. what do you? Well, I think you guys talked about solitude time in your talk, yep. which was very pertinent. I thought because, like I said earlier, this is kind of my dream scenario, us being together all the time. But until it happened, I didn't realize. Oh, I need that alone time, though. I actually really need mm-hmm. that, and I need that time with God. And so Derek has always been really great about making that a priority. So my quiet times are usually in the morning. He makes sure that 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 happens. Even if the kids are awake, even if he has to work, he does that. Um, And then he has uh, his weekly D group that he meets with. And, you know, he has that alone time in his Bible studies. And then together growing spiritually, you know, because of dynamic marriage, we've never prayed together before dynamic marriage. And since dynamic marriage, which I think was a year ago, there hasn't been a night that we haven't prayed together. Oh, that's um, so we're lucky enough to have the same schedule. We go to bed at the same time, you know, so um, that has definitely, because I think when everything is stripped away, when most of normal life is stripped mm-hmm. away, I think that's been the biggest blessing about this time is our focus has gone so much to God and mm-hmm. to our faith. And so um, we have that those alone times. And then in the evenings, we pray together before we go to bed and I read an evening devotional aloud. And then he prays over us and we go to sleep. And so um, that's just something that has been a huge focus for us. And we haven't stopped doing that since dynamic marriage. So 
That's great. Yeah, and anytime, you know, we haven't had a chance to communicate because sometimes it's tough um, with small children and being around all the time. Um, We don't have breaks where they're not around, so it's hard to communicate during the day when we're having those times to talk about worries or anything like that. Um, We've been very good about, um, you know, pruning our worries at that time. Let's express them, let's talk about it, and then when we can't figure it out because it's you know not our plan we just give it to god and remind each other that yeah we can have these worries and we're going through stuff but you just have to turn to god and give it to him and trust in him yeah that's great you all sound so balanced you know really to (laughs) to spend your time with the lord and then with each other Mm -hmm. and so it doesn't sound like you're putting too much expectation on the other person do you do you guys have some really strong relationships in your life that help you um, with certain areas? Um, I mean, I just think our relationship has always been really strong. He's always modeled that for me. Grace, support, I mean, he's always given that to me no matter what. And so because of dynamic marriage, we focus more on that. And because of our faith growing so much in the last few years, um, it just all kind of culminated. And so, I don't know. And and we God, it's not really us. (laughs) And we feel community community is so important. And you know, we both grew up with a close group of friends growing up. We had close friends from college. We have close friends in the church. And so, maintaining those relationships, having time to go spend with that, you know, um, you know, sometimes I have to push her out of the house and be like, "Yeah, you need to go and hang out (laughs) with that group when when you can." you know, but we, we've made sure we had those times to keep those relationships, whether it's a couple of relationships, whether it's our small group, our Bible studies, you know, or just the, our, our friends that we have here at the church and maintain those relationships and having that time, you know, because that community and those friendships are very, very important to keep that balance. That's yeah, good. we're super lucky to have a very strong community friend group. And then in that community, multiple strong marriages, mm. you know, people that we raise our kids with and vacation with and you know, we can look to them. And so definitely, I forgot about them. Yeah. <laughs> Those yeah. examples. Yeah. <laughs> and so I think we've talked a lot about just the serving together. And um, when you think about, inspi- we, we ended our talk with about inspiring um, others. And I guess, you know, the first, what are you trying to inspire your kids to be? I guess when you think about, we talked about first priority is your kids. Yeah. Now that our kids are kind of empty nested and we're still, you know, trying to inspire them, even yeah. even their adults and on their own now. But how do you guys feel that about with young children and, and inspiring them and then thinking about inspiring others? Mm-hmm. How do you look at that, especially in your roles, marriage ministry, mops, yeah. you know, things like that? Yeah, we tend to find ourselves in roles like that. Um, I think we just have personalities that, that go that way. Um, I'm an Enneagram three, so that probably has a lot to do with it. I think you are too. Yes, I am too. Um, But yeah, we, we, I think we feel a calling for that for sure. We feel like God has placed that on our heart and on our lives to, um, I don't know, necessarily to inspire, to be an example, you know, Mm -hmm. and to live honestly as well, not to live perfectly, um, but to show our kids that we make mistakes and apologize to them in front of each other and be honest about our faith and our questions and I think that's the biggest thing we want to inspire in our kids is to have a relationship with God. You know, that's where we're starting and then to be involved in their community and their church. And so we try to set a huge example for them for that. And like Derek said, sometimes I don't, I have too much to do or I feel bad about leaving the kids or, you know, whatever. And he's like, you've got to go. And I realize that that's a great example for my son and my daughter that I'm going to serve a church. And um, we try to make sure that, you know, whenever he's here teaching a class or doing eyes and ears, the kids know that and they know exactly what daddy's doing. He's not just out of the house. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. 
Yeah, and so like you talked about, just being that example, them seeing it through us, you know, we talk about it, but if we're at church serving and enjoying it and we enjoy going to church and it's not, you know, a struggle to come on Sundays, the kids are enjoying that as well. They want to come and we've never really had that fight, but I think it's because of that example that we're looking forward to going to church Mm -hmm. on Sundays or Wednesday night or whatever it is. And they see that and they've taken to that. And then, like you said, that balance and seeing it in the home, you know, by showing that example, they've picked up on that and, you know, they learn from us just by watching us. And, you know, we have conversations, we pray with them, they understand, you know, our faith, but that seeing that example is really where they get it from that we're actually walking the walk and not just saying certain things yeah that's great we feel so blessed to have you guys here at hillside personally and as a church y'all are great image bearers and i love your kids too (laughs) and you guys have mentioned a couple times dynamic marriage the impact that's had on you that's why you've become a part of this marriage ministry lead Mm -hmm. team that we have so share a little bit as we come into the spring we've got another dynamic marriage this fall we've got actually a marriage night that we're really excited about hosting september 12th tell us a little bit of the impact and when you're talking to young families young couples why would you say you need to get into dynamic marriage well we did it um right before our 10th anniversary and you know i think if anyone would have asked us we would have said we had a really good marriage you know we're in a good spot we communicated or thought we communicated really well you know i think we did but going through dynamic marriage like Haley said we didn't pray together we both had a strong faith, but we didn't necessarily put God at the center of the marriage. Mm-hmm. Individually, we were, but going through dynamic marriage together, having some conversations. I think you guys mentioned, you know, love languages in your talk. Mm-hmm. It talks about emotional needs and things like that. It brings up a lot of conversations that, unless you've had a fight or a struggle about a certain thing, you may not talk about. So just mm-hmm. having some of these random conversations and it helps bring out those emotional needs. Um, and then, you know, at least for us, just really putting God at the center of the relationship too, not just our own personal faith, um, has really changed our marriage. And we went from, you know, really good to great. Like, I don't know if we could have imagined where our marriage would be right now before mm-hmm. dynamic marriage. We didn't think there was that much room for growth. So mm-hmm. even people wow. that feel like they're in a really good marriage mm-hmm. can get a, a lot out of it. Yeah. And then also we need those examples in dynamic marriage because some people will come in in conflict you know, in some type of struggle. Um, And so anyone that's in a marriage Mm -hmm. at whatever point in the journey um, you're in can benefit from it because you benefit from those other couples that are in uh, dynamic marriage with you. And then the relationships you've built. You've already mentioned that. And, uh, you know, the level of you go there and get to know each other has been wonderful. And I guess you guys have kind of birthed a life group out of that, right? Yes, our life group formed out of dynamic marriage. Yeah, that's pretty Very vulnerable in that group. That's awesome. And what we said coming out of it, you know, you become very intimate with those people and you have a great relationship. but you only know them as couples. And so <laughs> we wanted to do the small group so that we could become good friends yeah. and really get to know the families. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's great. Yeah. Well, again, we appreciate you guys and appreciate you taking this time to just yeah. share a little bit. And uh, again, Hillside, I encourage you. Um, we are doing a dynamic marriage. We're actually doing two this semester. 
um, one on in person on Sunday night starting September 13th. The other one, we are offering a Wednesday night virtual through Zoom dynamic marriage too. So offering both of those. And then again, we're really excited about hosting this marriage night on September 12th. It'll be just some great speakers. Michael Jr.'s coming. So it'll it'll be really neat to, to do that and experience it together. But again, thank you all. Appreciate yeah. your time. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> thank you for calling us a young hope. couple. Yes. I know. That's couple. what I was going to say. We young kids. I don't know that we're that young. <laughs> <laughs> we feel that way. For sure. Yeah. But we appreciate you joining us today. Hopefully um, something has been a blessing to you and we'll keep doing these periodically. So again, thank you for your time today and, and hope again that this is a real blessing to you. Thank you. Thank you guys.